Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Cowboys Chat with Shap. My name is Zach Shapwurst. With me is Vinny Tadaro. And uh, coming off, I'd say, Cowboys' most impressive performance um, as they thoroughly stomped the uh, Washington football team 56-14. to 14. I was really hoping they were going to break the uh, the team record for points, but... Me too. Yeah, they, uh, they, and they came close, but um, nonetheless. What is impre- the time team record for points? 59. They've done it a couple times, and, and the last time was 1980. They did it a couple times in the 60s, but uh, yeah, it was the first first time they'd done 56 uh, since 1980, which was one of the two to- one of the couple times they've hit 59, and. Uh, yeah, in, in my time as a fan, I don't know if they've ever even broke 49, um, at least not that I can think of. So, yeah, quite an impressive performance. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the upcoming matchup with the Cardinals. Um, but as always, we'll start with a trivia question. This week is my turn to ask the question. And um, so this player, he it was a defensive lineman um and he was not drafted by the cowboys but was drafted in the second round and he was drafted out of the uh university of oregon that's first hint no idea okay um let's see he was so let's let's do this. So he was born in the Soviet Union. That's second hint. In uh let me see if I can pronounce this. Dnipropetrovsk. Dnipropetrovsk. Ukraine, Soviet Union. Still no idea. Okay. Uh, so he was with the San Diego Chargers before he came to the Cowboys. Um, he signed a four-year deal. Oh, I think I, I think I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name though. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. Yeah. No, sorry. Okay. Yeah, Igor Olshansky. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And in yeah. Sounds like a guy that was born in the in the Soviet Union. Yeah. I remember really liking really being excited that we, we signed him. Um I kind of forget why. I think he's just a big guy and, and I thought he would help our run defense maybe, but he was kind of, kind of like a Brent Urban sign, to be honest. Like not bad, but not really an impact player. Um but yeah, I I feel I might have done that trivia question before, but no, you didn't. Sure. Okay, all right, good. So um, yeah, jumping into this game, I it's funny. I was thinking the Giants game seemed like the that was going to be the get right game for the offense, and you know there was a little more life in the running game, but Dak was still pretty pretty meh and then this was this was it this was 
what what I've been saying the last couple weeks, if, if Dak can get back to the level where he was in the Patriots game, you know, the Falcons game, and in general earlier in the season, we're uh, uh, going to be a tough team to beat. And and that was the culmination of the defense and offense playing playing at their best. It was it was nice. I mean, Washington, you know, you, you got to say the obvious it's it's Washington they you know they're decimated by COVID they are coming off like five days of rest playing on a Tuesday but still like we we showed the signs that we could beat the crap out of them the last time we played we just you know offense kept giving them chances and it ended up looking like a really close game but this was like this was how that game should have gone to be honest um and yeah i mean puts us in a good spot with the playoffs um but this i mean the cardinals game is going to be is going to be a good good litmus test it's definitely going to be the toughest team we've faced in a while but i i I mean, we can get into the preview a little later. What, what were your start off, What were your thoughts of this this game? Well, the Cowboys are trending up, and the, the Cardinals are trending down. Yeah. So I believe the Cowboys are going to win the game. Yep. I think I'm supposed to wait till the end of the show to say that, yeah. but I think they're yeah. going to win the game. Um, don't know much about what's going wrong with uh, the Cardinals. I know they have had some injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have anything sexy to say about this game. I mean, I think the the only you know the really interesting interesting thing about the Cowboys is that you know they were really kind of in a rut there. You know, even when they won some games, they didn't win them very convincingly. You know, they're kind of just mm-hmm. squeaking by and doing what you know a regular team does. And uh, now that they've got uh, Cooper back and uh, C.D. Lamb, and actually it took so it took a while even after these guys came back to Marcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. Right. But that, that that gave them a jolt. But now they seem to have gotten into their next gear. Mm-hmm. Um, in this last game, they were definitely in next gear. Um, they were playing like a team that's getting ready for the playoffs should. Yeah. And uh, this was their best win overall this year. Um, you might want to say the Tampa Bay game was their best win. Um, yeah. But because that was a much better team. Uh, the Washington football teams is a team that's on the skids and is really beat up. So I don't want to put too much into this victory. But yeah. they beat them like they should beat them. Right. You know, I mean, it wasn't exactly. like they just squeaked by them or yeah. something like that. You know, they, they really they really handed it to uh, the Redskins. Yeah. And uh, the team formerly known as the yeah. Redskins. Right. And um, the, um, the, there's nothing... I don't think at this point there's anything that's really interesting to say about the Cowboys other than they are they, – they, they, they might have turned a corner Sunday night. We'll see how they do against Arizona. I believe they're going to beat Arizona. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's nothing really – you know, there's nothing really controversial to say about them right now. I mean, they're a team that, like I said, is seems to be getting hot at just the right moment. Yeah. But I'll stick by my prediction that they don't go far in the playoffs. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's been the same. This, you know, th- this was the confirmation that that I thought, but you know, seeing is different than believing. You know, the Cowboys have the the ability to beat any team, and really, at at their best, I think they can comfortably beat just about any team. But it's a question of whether that's you know sustainable and, and whether they're going to keep doing obviously you're not beating you know the bucks or the packers by 42 points but i think if we play at this level we can we can beat anyone and the thing looking back kind of retro, retrospectively at the last couple of weeks the thing i will say having I did this a lot more when I was younger, but kind of studying Super Bowl teams. Obviously, the game's always evolving, and this may may change, but even in the most recent seasons, there's rarely a season where a Super Bowl team, even the most potent offenses, will roll to the Super Bowl solely on the back of their offense. There, there's going to be a game along the way for just for any team that I can think of where right. you're going to need to win with your defense. And I think the Cowboys showed, albeit against not, you know, amazing teams, but they showed the ability to win some games with their defense. Um, and I, I think at one, at some point along this playoff run, if we're going to, you know, go where we want to, we're going to need to win a game, but we're, I think we're also going to need to win probably multiple games on the back of our offense. And that's the thing that I had been questioning more than anything is whether we were, you know, we, we clearly always had the talent to, but, um, you know, just showing that we were back, back together. Maybe all it took was Amari Cooper criticizing, them which i actually really liked that that was you know he's not a guy that really speaks out a lot and, right. and maybe that's that that was part of it is it, it like whoa amari cooper's saying something and and you know well it showed he us got he's not hurt yeah yeah and well and he got what he wanted he got a red zone target and he caught caught it for a touchdown um although the biggest play of the game i think the most impressive the most impressive play of the game on offense was by Malik Turner. Oh, yeah. That was one hell of a run. Easily. And the most impressive play on defense, obviously, was Demarcus Lawrence's yeah. uh, interception. And yeah. what a run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he looked like... What a run. Did he play running back at some point in his career, like I, high school even? I don't know. I don't know, but that was... Because he looked like one. That was he ran a hell of a lot better than Carlos Watkins did. Yeah. Dorrance Armstrong. <laughs> or last year, Alden, Alden Smith looked like he was running like a 70-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. They all they they scored though. I mean, our you know ability to create. You can tell that that these these guys on defense are are feeding off each other. And one of the most encouraging things I saw in this game was uh, old old Bossman and Fat getting getting some major snaps and and playing pretty well. He made one yeah. really nice play in the in the in the run game. And I think he he allowed like one catch on five targets, like right. very solid performance in, in by far his most snaps of the season. 
um, and that was in place of Jordan Lewis. So, you know, really going into the playoffs with four corners that you feel at least decent about, that's a pretty pretty good strength, especially with the defensive line we have. And the thing that I I think is interesting, I was I was looking at kind of our stats and our breakdowns since Demarcus Lawrence came back. And it's not even so much that the defensive, uh, as far as like... First of all, defense was playing well without Demarcus Lawrence. They're playing well, but they've kicked it into another gear, I I think. Um, And again, it's been pretty much exclusively bad teams. So you take it with a little bit of a grain of salt, but... I think it has affected the secondary a lot better. And and Trayvon Diggs, he was, you know, he was getting picks, but really outside of the Eagles game and then the Bucks game where he just wasn't really targeted, he was kind of getting torched as well. He's given up Since, a lot of yards. Yeah, and he still had, you know, he gave up a long catch in this last game. Right. Um but he also pa- defended some passes. The interception he made was nice. Like that was yeah. that. That's a jump ball to like one of the best jump ball receivers, and and he just played it like a receiver. Like he's been doing all year. But th- that that one in particular was very he nice. Was in perfect position. Yes, yes. And, uh, and you know he shielded him like a receiver would shield right. a corner. Like it was yeah. Um, and let's let's keep in mind that this 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 Heineke guy, this guy can't play quarterback. He, I mean, he you know he yeah. was he was he was good at first, but you know a lot of guys are good at first. I remember Chad Hutchinson won his first game as a cowboy. I remember, mm-hmm. um, I think even Ryan Leaf might have won his first game as a cowboy. Um, but then teams get t- Ryan Leaf went, won his first two or three first games as two a Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's true. But then teams get tape on you. Yeah, I, I will say the 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 body of his season this year has been not great but not disastrous his his two worst games have been the two games against the Cowboys um and and maybe that's I mean the second game I don't know I I think I think we are playing he's he's done worse against us than he has against anyway I think he had one other pretty disastrous game maybe it's a Buffalo but other than that I think he's been a below average you know fringe starter worthy quarterback but not the like total dumpster fire that he's looked against the Cowboys but no Trayvon Diggs has played I think he's played better overall since uh Demarcus Lawrence came back and I think our secondary as a whole has played better since Demarcus Lawrence came back and and I think quarterbacks are you know, we're still getting sacks, but I do think quarterbacks are getting the ball out quicker, knowing that the potential of that three, those three guys rushing the passer, Lawrence, Gregory, and Parsons. Um, and Trayvon, they mentioned this on the, on the broadcast, Trayvon Diggs is doing more shadowing of receivers. So maybe we're putting him in a better position. Maybe he's just getting better, but you know, that, there has been a, a positive trend on his end. And I, I've got to make note, the one catch he did give up would have been incomplete or intercepted if Malik Hooker was there. He was out with COVID and DeMonte Casey, you know, doing what he's been doing lately, giving up, you know, 
giving it up in coverage, which is the same yeah. thing you could have said about the, you know, that yeah. big touchdown against Kendrick, uh, the Patriots, Kendrick Bourne, I think. Yeah, was, Casey didn't play the ball well. No. And, and Malik Cooker, if he is, you know, able to come back, you know, you, you kind of assume at this point that anyone with COVID is not getting real terrible symptoms, but assuming he's coming back and playing like he did the last couple of games, that's that's a big plus. And I hope we give him more more snaps because um, he, yeah, he's better be than Casey. Idea. Might be a good idea to go with, with Hooker over Casey. Yeah, I, I think so. At least giving him more, like swapping their snap rolls. It doesn't have to be all Hooker, right. but... You know, he should be getting more than. Um... Well, I think that's the key. One of the keys to their defensive success is that they've got some some depth, and they've been able to yep. rotate. You know, they don't have right. they don't have depth at linebacker, but no. they've got depth on the defensive line, and they've linebacker. got some depth on at the secondary. Yeah, which is which makes this very much defense that's based on the. Um, it's a very athletic defense. Yeah, um, it's not a real big defense. No. But uh, it makes it a defense that is, and nobody should I dare I say this, based on the Jimmy Johnson design. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, ro- ro- rotating, lots the, of rotation, yep. speed and quickness, athleticism over bulk. Yep. You know, they're not a huge yep. defense. Um, the biggest guy on the team, Bohana. Yeah. And he doesn't really do much. No. Um, but you know, they had a lot of defensive line. I mean, active, and they played him last night. Yeah, and Micah Parsons is their best pass rusher. You know, so yeah. to get a guy at number, you know, to get a guy at twelve who can be come in and he's he's going to at least tie the rookie record for sacks. He's going to tie Javon Curse's oh, yeah. record for for sacks, um, even before the seventeenth game. Yeah. and yeah, and, and it'll probably break it. Um, so you know, to get that at number twelve when we all thought we were just getting a, a really good middle linebacker. Yeah. Um, you know, to get an edge rusher um, and a guy that uh, is a Swiss Army knife like he is uh, was a real. I mean, that 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 couldn't have turned out any better than it has. Yeah. And um, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is a work in progress. I know he's going to the Pro Bowl, but you know, he at the same time, if he wants to be talked about in the same breath as people like Daryl Green and. Uh, Ronnie Lott and Deion Sanders, uh, he's got to stop giving up so many yards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think the, the defense still is, it worries me in the run game. And I think if we get in a negative game flow situation where a team is ahead and able to pound the ball, I'm still not super confident, but I think on the flip side, if we are able to get out to leads, this is the perfect defense for preventing a team from coming back, a team that has to throw the ball a lot. And I think looking at the the playoff teams that we're, that we're looking to face, I think we actually match up because of that. We match up really well against the Bucks. Um, because they don't like to run the ball. They've also got injuries, you know, to Fournette. I don't know if he's out the year, but um, Ronald Jones is not not anything special. But um, but yeah, for, for a lot of teams 
in, you know, that are transitioning to this pass-first type of offense, I think we match up really well against that. It's the teams that have taken the, the old-school approach, which I think the Packers are closer to that. And and I'm actually I'm going to be very interested to see how we do against the Eagles because they've been lately really leaning more heavily on the running game, and they've got a good O-line. So that'll be a good litmus test, I think. Um, but yeah, if team, if we know teams are throwing the ball, we're about as tough a defense to do that on as anybody. We've got the pass rushers and, and our cornerback, our secondary is, you know, solid, I think, at this point. We're playing, at least playing solid football all around. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, a. Uh, it's a team that we're really the only thing that can stop us is is us and I think getting out coached I still you know against the top coaches guys like uh, Lafleur for the Packers Sean McVay Kyle Shanahan I'm still not totally convinced I I do think Kellen Moore had a much better game plan in this one. And, and it helped that we're able to run the ball more effectively. But he was, you know, he's doing what I've been calling for, seems like, all season. And he was throwing it a lot more on first down. The other thing in this game, which I really liked, even though it didn't really work, is we were taking shots downfield. And, you know, Again, we had one on the sideline to Cooper where he caught it was he just missed one, and then there was another where Dak just overthrew him. But at least we're it seems like we're finally attacking all three levels of the field rather than before this game. It seemed like we were just peppering the short routes, and you know it's okay to sprinkle in some short passes, some screens, but if that's all you're doing and the defense knows it's coming, like it's, it's painful to watch. And, and that's how it's been. And this game, I, I thought we at least should, and maybe part of it was because a lot of those deep balls were after the game was kind of already out of hand. And I wonder if that was partly for our upcoming opponents, just to show the threat of that. But I want to see that continue. Um, you know, not over the top, but just just so teams, again, so, so teams feel the threat of that and they aren't able to gang up against one particular route type or, or depth of target. But one thing that was kind of interesting, this was, we, we were missing Tyron Smith, and, and I think if if you hadn't told me that, at the beginning of the game, I, I probably wouldn't have even, I, even during the game, I, I forgot multiple times because that, that was really not an issue at all. Um, and the interesting thing, the last couple games we've missed Tyron Smith, it's been a rotation of Ty Nishke and Lyle, or uh, not Lyle Collins, Terrence Steele. And in this one, I think... Ty Nishke actually did better, and this is probably the best game that he's played. 
and it kind of seems like we've tr- we've leaned a little more heavily on him in the passing situations and, and I don't know I don't know how I feel about that rotational side of it but ultimately that was the net result was was a positive we, our left tackle was not an issue and and that's really encouraging going to the playoffs now we're definitely going to face tougher defensive ends than Washington in the playoffs. And the Cardinals, I think, actually will be um, will be a tough test. They, they've got Chandler Jones, is probably their best defensive player, I would say. Um, and then I think Marcus Golden is their other defensive end. And he's, you know, decent. Um, but yeah, that was that was a big thing. I, I've said kind of throughout the season that I felt like Tyron Smith was a kind of a key to this team going anywhere and I don't know this was definitely a step in the right direction of of not being a hundred percent reliant on him I'd still like him to be back but um well we, he's a huge problem yeah him and Randy Gregory are huge off-season problems because you got Randy Gregory who's had who's been a boss so far Okay, and, no, and nobody else will say that. But when you've been with a team for six years and you only play one good season, that's a bust. Okay, that's a bust. Say he's, had he's given us one two good season. Good years. He was pretty good. He in had one good year, yeah. and uh, he's been he's been a schmuck the rest of the time. All right, totally unreliable. Um, and then you've got uh, Tyron Smith, who you know you just. You can't pay that much money to somebody who's going to be on the sidelines that much. Yeah. And you can't rely that much on somebody who's going to be in the trainer's room that much. So I still say next year, right now, the first-round pick is uh, left at, is a tackle. Yeah. Well, Ideally. Ideally. Yeah. Or yeah, wide out. Because Gallup won't be back. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, it, and it looks like Tyron Smith is going to be back against the Cardinals. Um, nice which, of him to make an appearance. Yeah, yeah. And, and that'll that'll help. Like, that's... When when I look at the Cardinals team, they're, they're kind of like the opposite of so, some of these NFC East teams, the Washington and Philadelphia specifically, in that... And Philadelphia's gotten better in this regard, but for years they were this team that had a great O-line... And their skill positions were kind of trash. Um, and then on defense, they had a great D line, and their secondary was always trash. Arizona, I, I guess offensively, I'm thinking more so. They're, I mean, Kyler Murray is probably their best player. Um, him and DeAndre Hopkins, I think, are 1A, 1B. And DeAndre Hopkins is out for the regular season. After that. Yeah, that that definitely helps us. After that, though, they've got they've got pretty good skill position players, even outside of DeAndre Hopkins. They've got Zach Ertz, good tight end. AJ Green is having kind of a career resurgence, um, having having a good year. He's not the star he once was, but solid. They've got Christian Kirk. Um, I think was he the guy that burned us last year? We we played the Cardinals and some guy had like an eighty yard touchdown. I don't remember. I think it might have been him. But 
Anyways, I'm gonna look that up. Um, but they've got one other Rondell Moore, who who's kind of a gadget player, but but he's good. Well, so they like. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like the Packers to win the NFC. Yeah. Um, I can't see how they're not going to win the NFC, and uh, I still stand by my prediction that Dallas won't go far in the playoffs uh, because they're just, you know, with the lack of leadership and with uh, Dak Prescott and, uh, you know, with maybe a leaky run defense, um, they're going to have – they're going to have problems. Um, But, hey, they're making it interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, we don't oh, we don't have as much to rant. We don't have nearly as much to rant about at this point. Yeah. It's harder when things are going well. Yeah, yeah. I will say this: the Packers, the way they played on Saturday, I think we could beat them if they if they put up that kind of performance because they basically they almost lost a game at home where Baker Mayfield threw four interceptions. And as bad as Dak has played this year, I don't think he's ever going to throw four interceptions. Right. Um, so, but but yeah, I, I would agree. The Packers are probably the most. They're they're they've had the most impressive season considering their injuries. Um, they're still without arguably the best pass blocking left tackle in the league, arguably the best cornerback in the league, and yet they've they're still the number one seed. Um, so yeah, barring injury to their main guys Rodgers Adams if they get those guys back they're going to be they're going to be the biggest threat I think I still think Brady's probably playing uh over the course of the year I'd say Brady's been better than Rodgers but lately I I might say Rodgers has been better and they're definitely you know those are the two you know it's boring to say because you say it every year but those are the two still at the top of of the heap i'd I'd say mahomes had been there and he's kind of taken a step back this year but um but yeah as long as as long as those guys aren't taking a step a significant step back they're kind of they've got to be the favorites it's such quarterback driven league and and those guys have been there so many times and they're showing that they're heating up this time of year as long as Brady's not playing the Saints um he's he's probably the best in the in the league still but uh but you know at the same time I think our our team we have the I think the big difference is we really besides like linebacker and defensive tackle which are relatively relatively in the grand scheme of things inconsequential positions i think we have we have more talent in in all of the all of the most most pivotal positions in the nfl i think we have more talent than anyone and and that includes tyron smith being healthy i don't know about that (laughs) i don't know about the talent thing but do we um, do we have any, you know, interesting insights into last night's game? Because it didn't seem like there really was 
I thought the most interesting thing was what they pointed out regarding Dak's mechanics. Yeah, and that how that the was, injury that was interesting. tampered, you know, did affect him and his mechanics. Mm-hmm. And now he was getting back to normal, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is something I was worried about. You know, I was worried yeah. about his injury. First, the injury he had last year and how that might affect him. And then the, the injury this year, which he I think at one point he said was related to last year's injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was maybe the most interesting takeaway from the game this this Sunday night yep. was the, the what they pointed out at claimed was a ch- I don't know if it is or not but they claimed it was a change in his mechanics at least Chris Collinsworth did um, so way- I thought that was probably the most interesting thing that they talked about mm. and you know everything else was just clicking real nicely um, mm. we didn't have a great day running the ball uh, yeah. but we did but we ran when we needed to yeah. and we we threw. Uh, you know, Dak had a real nice passing game. Yeah, real nice passing game. Very, very accurate. And uh, kudos to Dalton Schultz to hang it on to that pass when he got that cheap hit. Yeah, yeah. The Redskins are apparently infatuated with uh, trying to. I mean, they're a, they're they've been a crappy team. Yeah. Um, and they've been a crap team for forever. I think since they had R, that one year they had RG three. Yeah. Um, so I, maybe that all they can do is take cheap shots. Yeah. Um, but I, that was a shot that maybe should have gotten the guy thrown out of the game. Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, kudos to Dalton Schultz for for taking it yeah. and for not getting hurt by it. I was worried that he was hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, the Redskins are just a dirty team. Yeah. And that's basically their identity. They don't even have a name. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm calling. I keep calling them the Redskins. You know, the yeah. hell with it. You know, yeah. it's better than the Washington football team. I mean, that's just, that's just so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, but I don't uh, think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna take a, a real name. Uh, that's my guess. Yeah. The the I would say the biggest takeaway for me is I was in. It, so initially, there were there were a couple plays where Dak I thought could have navigated the pocket better, but as the game progressed, I thought. He did. A, he he had some key scrambles that I don't think he he makes earlier in the season. Like it felt yeah. felt like he was finally getting comfortable moving in the pocket and running Maybe. when it made sense. Like and 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 he was safe with it too. Like what we we've both been saying wow. for years now. Yeah. You know, he ran out of bounds or he slid every time. Right. Um, that was that was a big that was good progress. I thought. Um, maybe even more so than throwing the ball. Act, yeah, I don't know about that, but, but yeah, that was that was a big, a big thing because there's going to be situations where, you know, the receivers are are covered and and you got to take off, and as long as you're as long as he's protecting himself, then I'm all for it. And and he showed the ability that you know he's still got the the speed to do it like and you don't have to be you know Lamar Jackson to run for an occasional 10 yards like you just got to be not you know even Tom Brady does it every once in a while so that was that was encouraging as well um but no I what I was saying earlier about the the talent piece like I look at the Packers the Bucks I, I think the Bucks are probably the next most um the most comparable team as far as overall talent. The Packers, 
they've got talent, but I think they're the team that can somewhat contain Devontae Adams. They're gonna have they're gonna give him problems because they don't have anyone after him. Um, and I think the, that's a big advantage that we we have on them. Um, and the, you know the Cardinals the team that we're facing, they've got they've got a crappy O line. That that's their their ultimate Achilles heel, and why? And and they've got a defense that they've got Chandler Jones. They've got you know like Buda Baker's is decent, but it's it's really just a it's a defense that I feel like is a, a so far it's been the sum is better than the. The, or the the whole is better than the sum of its parts and and they're starting i think to get a little bit exposed they've lost three games in a row um one of them was to detroit which i think is kind of like the equivalent of our loss to the broncos i'm kind of throwing that one out as a fluke but they they lost to the rams and last week they lost to the to the colts both by you know about a touchdown so, yeah, I, I think the Cardinals are kind of just a a top-heavy, skill-player-driven team, and I think we're a much more well-rounded team. I, the only way I can see us losing is if Kyler Murray just goes crazy and, and can outrun, run circles around our guys. But, I mean, last year, a big... A big issue was these running quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and, and Kyler Murray. And I think deploying Micah Parsons erases that. Like, I, I don't see how a guy is going to be able to run run on us in any situation. Parsons is just so fast and so, like, relentless that I can't see a guy running behind the line of scrimmage around in circles like the the old uh, Donovan McNabb play back in 2004, yeah. and I can't see a guy running for 100 yards on us um, because we have Michael Parsons and we don't have to deploy him as only a defensive end where you can run the other way. Like, we, we've got DeMarcus Lawrence and Gregory. We can have DeMarc or uh, Michael Parsons just spy Kyler Murray and then if he's sitting back to pass, he goes and gets him. And, and Kyler Murray, his thing of dancing around and, and waiting for something to happen, I just don't see that working against against Parsons. And, you know, their receivers, their running back, James Conner's having a good year. Um, you know they're they're fine players, but without DeAndre Hopkins, I think we'll be able to contain them, and, and I think we should be able to move the ball pretty easily on them as long as we're, you know, hitting the way we were last game. If Dak goes back to playing like he did against the, you know, the Giants and the Redskins the first time and the and the Saints, then all bets are off. Then I think Kyler Murray can outscore that iteration of our offense. But, um, but yeah, I think we're, we're talented enough to, and, and we're at least the, we're showing the trajectory because we showed a little bit of life against the giants. So I, I don't think it's just this last game, but um, I, I think we, I agree with your initial 
take that I think will win, and, and I think we might win by a couple scores even. Um, Where's the game? Arizona? No, it's in, in Dallas. That's in Dallas, yeah. yeah. That, that's another thing is I think the three-game stretch where our offense wasn't really hitting, it, hitting on all cylinders, they were all played on the road, and I think that that has to play some kind of a factor um, in it. In general, we've been... Really, it's been other than that that fluky Broncos game. I feel like our offense has been pretty dominant at home. I mean, we lost that the Raiders game, but we you know put up some points in that one. Um, so yeah, I, I think we should we should win this. Um, ultimately, the, I think this season's going to come down to can we bring our A game against the Packers or the or the Bucks. That that's really, I think what it what it boils down to. Um, I could see honestly. I think I'm more worried about the Rams at this point. The Rams are very similar to us. I think in that they've got a quarterback who, on any given Sunday, can be. I, I think he actually, Matt Stafford, has higher highs than Dak, but also lower lows and. Um, you know, if he's if he's hitting, I think the Rams are as good as any team. But I I think I trust Dak more than Stafford, um, to be honest. But again, that that's probably I I think I'm more worried about the Rams than the Cardinals at this point. I think they're just a better overall team. Kyler Murray probably is the better quarterback than Stafford, but. I think the Rams are a better team. They're a better coach team is a big part of that as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to say I think the Cowboys win this one 35 to 24 be my prediction. What do you think, Vinny? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be more like twenty eight to to uh, twenty four. Okay, look closer. Yeah, I mean, I'm. There's nothing. I, to, there's nothing real sexy to talk about now. No. Right, now. right now is a time for celebration. <laughs> it's always and and any time things are going well, I'm I'm kind of always bracing for something go badly, but. It does. It does have the feel of the 2014 season, where I don't know if you remember this game. We played the Colts that year, and the Colts were actually good that year. They made it to the championship game, and we annihilated them. We we beat them like 42 to seven, I think. Right. Um, and that was I think it was around the same time. It was maybe the second to last game of the year, third last. But but yeah, we really. And up until that year, Romo had that was always the the uh, the criticism of Romo is that he tanked in December. And that year we went four and zero. We went into the playoffs hot, and then of course it ended with the the Packers game. And and people don't talk about this, but the Lions game, which we won. We didn't play great in that game, and and we should have beaten them. I think by uh, by a more comfortable margin. I think we were a much better team 
than that Lions team last year. I was at that game, and it was a fun game, an exciting game, but it was very close, and one call that was controversial would have probably cost us the game. Um, so I, I hope we can... we. <laughs> I hope we, uh, if we face a team that we're clearly better than in the first round, which I'm kind of guessing we will, if we if we get the second seed at least, I think I think we should have have a matchup that's very favorable. I I hope we we beat them like we should, which we did this last game. Um, but um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. We got Arizona this week, and uh, yeah. I think we both we're both picking them to win, so hopefully they uh, they continue they continue with a win streak. So, but yeah, I think that'll uh, that'll do it for this week. But thanks all for tuning in as always, and uh, we'll be back next week to break down Cowboys Cardinals and preview the last regular game regular season game, uh, which is the Eagles. So until then, we'll sign off for this week. <laughs>